to clean up everyone. Let's pick up our things. Clean up. Everybody clean up. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. You're listening to episode number 204, recorded right here in my very own garage. Now, uh, this is a, a conversation with my friend Steve Tavares of the East Bay Citizen, ebcitizen.com, and the Steve Tavares is Angry podcast. Links are right there in the show notes. Uh, check out him if you are interested at all in politics, which I am not, but he's a very funny guy and a, uh, and a good friend of mine from way back. He covers East Bay, as in the San Francisco East Bay, the Oakland, Berkeley, Hayward area. Uh, and he covers that for his website, ebcitizen.com, as well as the East Bay Express and various other outlets. Uh, we just, I haven't talked to him in a while, so I wanted to reach out to him to uh, chat anyway. So I figured I'd let the recorder run. And uh, and we talked spring cleaning. It is springtime in Arizona. So uh, I spent the last several days clearing out my office, my garage, my yard. And uh, and uh, Steve is spending some time clearing out his psyche and his emotions and his, and his body. So sit back and enjoy our conversation. Again, episode 204 of the Mile High Show, where you can go to milehighshow.com and, uh, and catch all our back episodes, as well as using that Amazon link. That is a way you can... Uh, support this show and support the folks that we reach out and talk to. Uh, you'll click on that, the Amazon banner, at milehighshow.com, and it takes you right to your Amazon or Amazon Prime login page like you would normally do, but it uh, it gives us a little kickback at the end of the month. So please check that out. Uh, check out ebcitizen.com for Steve Tavares's, uh rants and raves, and, uh, and enjoy the show. You're on my podcast. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, what are you doing? What do they say? What do they say? Uh, Special Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> so, give me the lowdown. What are you looking at right now? What do you see from that window you're staring at? No, no that's that's that just happened a couple minutes ago. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at right now. That's well, he's not there, but where are you at? Pete has Pete. Pete's Coffee? Yeah, yeah. Pete's Coffee. Pete's Coffee, the unofficial sponsor of the Mile High Show. Is it? (laughs) They are now. But you see in there, it's a Starbucks. It's like on Cheers. Remember on Cheers? There was a rival bar. Yeah, yeah. Old Time Tavern. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. The rivals go to war. So, uh, where, where are you physically? Are oh, you in Al- Alameda, Alameda, California plug away? Where, where, what do you got going for the, uh, East Bay citizen? What's going on with you? Oh, am I, am I, am I on live now talking? Well, not live. I actually record it and then put it up. I don't, uh, I'm not doing a Christian right. Slater, uh, pump up the volume out to my neighborhood or nothing. Oh, am I talking to the vast expanses of cacti? <laughs> Arizona? Yes, Arizona. Hey, 
Is there any, if you if by your house or anywhere around there, are there any like cactus, cactus that looks like it's a little finger flipping off? The no, no, down uh, down the highway a little bit as you're heading towards uh, towards uh, Phoenix, you'll 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 hit them on the highway. Oh, so they exist, if not photoshopped. Oh yeah, yeah, and some of them look like uh, like uh, very excited stick men. If you get my drift. <laughs> so what's new for what's new for the Mad Portuguese with the uh, the uh, uh, the the crazy uh, the crazy Portuguese from the East Bay? What do you got going, Steve? Well, I got a lot of I got a lot of big news. Uh, I got a I got a congressman running for president. Is that Seawell? Seawall? Swall. Swalwell. Swalwell. Yeah. Now, uh, I I re uh, I reposted your your article with him where he was kind of announcing there uh, from yeah. about a week and a half two weeks ago you put up. And uh, I don't know if you are you familiar with uh, Jimmy Pardo, the comedian Jimmy yeah. Pardo. His, yeah, yeah, I know the name. His podcast, Never Not Funny. Uh, he had uh, who who did he have on? Let me pull it up because he had a um, a comedian from from the Bay Area on. She well, she's from all over now, but she's originally from the Bay Area. Let me pull it up. Never not funny. It's a great podcast. Uh, she had him on the other day, and uh, or excuse me, Jimmy had her on the other day. Let me uh, let me pull up who it was. La 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 la. Well, in the, in the meantime, tell me what, uh, tell me what, uh, what, uh, what's going on with him and how you hook up with that guy. Yeah, so he's going to have a kickoff in uh, in uh, his district. I'll be there. I don't know when you go, when you post this, but it's this uh, it'll weekend. it'll be up tonight. Well, I'm gonna go over there. Yes, I'm gonna be over there and over in Dublin, which for everybody there, that's like uh, you know this guy. Swalwell, he's, he's against building walls, but as you know, the Tri Valley in Dublin is everybody is, uh, has a wall around their development. <laughs> so, uh, this guy, this guy is gonna, yeah, he's not, he, uh, I'm too critical, I guess, so he, he runs for me. He's scared of me, so I'd be pretty cool if he would be president and Michelle would be, yeah, I remember this guy, he used to run away from me. He literally <laughs> ran. It was the uh, it was the worst thing I ever seen. Uh, uh, he ran. He went into my question. He ran and got in his car and he sped away. <laughs> and, and, and people were, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, I'm the jerk, huh? You know, one of those things you have in the public. Oh, I'm the jerk. You know, people were looking at me like, oh my god, what did he do to him? I asked him a question. Why was he being, you know, maybe he was being shady as yeah. a, a government official. And that's why. But they look at you like, oh my god, what did he do? Oh my god. Must have been that guy. Yeah, I'm the jerk. I'm the jerk. So um, it's a it's a love hate thing. He he um, he doesn't like when I talk about his uh, uh, Bell's palsy face. <laughs> but I, you know, it, it's under the like, I put it under the the category of eyeballs. Like, hey man, what do you want me to? Do? You know, if you some guy. 
walks into the you know the coffee shop with a big giant foam sombrero and you don't mention it, then who's, who's the one that's not doing the job, right? Yeah. I mean that's that's the biggest part of it. There's a guy wearing a giant foam sombrero <laughs> in the coffee shop. Is nobody going to mention this? I mean, so, <laughs> so I'm like, what's up with his face? Because okay, this is you know maybe in Arizona. Uh, they like conspiracy, government conspiracy. But I've told this before. I think there's two Eric Swalwells. Just one looks normal and has a different haircut than the other. <laughs> the only thing is, though, they both sound alike, so I don't know. But but you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it normal for, for a person to have two different haircuts within the same week, often interchanging, right? Am I crazy? Am I crazy or what? I, maybe it's just the wind blowing the blowing the hair around like uh, like our current uh, forty five. Mm. Mm. No, but that's basically the same. This one is like natural, and then sometimes gel Ma- sticking up. Maybe know? maybe he uh, maybe he has a brother like Gallagher, and they they just tag team the whole the whole campaign. Mm. Mm. We well, you, you know uh, another guy running a uh, Julian. Castro, he has a twin. Oh, that's that, shady. That sound, so that sounds like a sitcom right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so evidently, your boy here, Swalwell, is uh, a big fan of Jen Kirkman. That's who it was. And uh, and uh, he had retweeted or commented on something that she had done. And anyway, Pardo is a big fan of his. Uh, he he's from uh, from the L.A. area. Pardo is, but he's been following your boy. So they had a fairly lengthy conversation about Swalwell on on a oh a podcast a couple weeks ago, and then like uh, like two days later, you posted that story from uh, from eBayCitizen dot com, eBCitizen dot com, and yeah, uh, and I took it and then put it on one of the Pardo uh, forums, and uh, and. Uh, uh, it got a little traction that way, so hopefully you got some more readers through that. Oh, but yeah, so that's how that happened. That, so <laughs> that's how you know, people know who you are. You know, it's the it's the funny thing uh, about Swalwell is uh, you know you know on the website on on the analytics. Yeah, you know you can see like if somebody uh, Google's something uh, and puts you know whatever whatever they type in. Yeah, and if they then subsequently click on your story it shows on my end it shows like what exactly what they typed in yeah and so I'm, I'm telling you it happened the other day and it happens very often I get there's I get queries that say uh, uh, you know something like California Congressman Swalwell gay is, <laughs> is there a Swalwell gay <laughs> I don't all the time I don't know what I wrote but it was that's where the one has the uh but I did, because I do have experts, and I did have, I, I do go to the gay community, gay friends, and I yeah. just flashed the picture one time, and they they all, it was unanimous, they was, yeah, but there's no evidence that, but I figure they should know, right? Yeah, they got their, their what do they call that? What's that called? Gaydar? Yeah, it's called expertise. Expertise. I go to the desk, I go to the experts, man. Yeah. I get my info. 
Um, so I don't know. There's maybe something out there. He could become an icon, maybe. So I'm thinking if, whether or not he should, he should have came out, he'd have seven percent. Uh, he'd have got that boost. He'd have got that big boost right there. So where yeah, can folks? Where where other than ebcitizen.com, where you are the uh, you got your finger on the pulse of East Bay politics. Well, you know what Bay Area politics in general. Um, yeah, you know it. Where where else yeah. can folks read your uh, read your stuff? What's your Twitter? Uh, what's your Twitter? What's your Instagram? What's all that good stuff? Yeah, you go uh, big on Twitter at East Bay Citizen, and then you know Facebook.com slash East Bay Citizen. And also have a partnership now with uh, East Express, which is a local uh, alternative weekly newspaper. So um, that's a good thing, but it also it's a good thing, you know. No, that's good. Up the, yeah, I'm moving up in the world. Now you're pretty but, much uh, running that place now, isn't that? Isn't that what you were telling me last time that that? Yeah, you you, <laughs> you pretty much got run of the office. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we're having a kegger, a kegger tomorrow, Monday. <laughs> hey, so what? Uh, wh- why? Why is uh, your your site getting so much traction? Because you have been, you broke some stories. You've. Uh, I, I was not joking when I said you have your your finger on the pulse of what's happening on Bay Area politics. Uh, but between you, EB e- e- Citizen, and the East Bay Express, why is the alternative media uh, online and 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 print? E- e- uh, East Bay uh, Express is still still coming out with their their hard copies that you can get on the corners. Um, why why is it that? you guys are getting so much traction because, you know, the Bay Area, while it's not, you know, New York, Chicago, it is a fairly big market. And uh, and Bay Area journalism throughout the decades, going back to the uh, early and mid-20th century, has always been a powerhouse. They've always had big names, big coverage, uh, big traction. Why is it that in the last more than a decade that's slipping so much why are you getting so much traction the last 10 15 years it's, well it's like you know that show walking dead or any zombie apocalypse yeah all the journalists have uh been became zombies and i was the only one left so i'm like rick i'm like rick grimes <laughs> sheriff I'm the only one left in my little band of people now but it's a it's a it's serious to go it's a mystery because this place, there's so many universities, right? There's yeah. so many, like, um, you know, um, you know, both smart people, you know? Yeah. Not necessarily smart. <laughs> people, you know? And so it's a mystery. You think there's a, there would be a lot of uh, consumers. Well, what, what I remember, what I remember with my time uh, hanging around local media, doing some work for them and things, Way back when, uh, the Sparks family had the uh, had the chain there that was primarily the East Bay. That was the Daily Review, the Argus, uh, yeah. the Times Herald, uh, and then the, there was the Kaufman family, which was the Alameda Times Star that I did some work for way back in the uh, in the early eighties, um, and then the Tribune, which was a, a an independent. Uh, journalism mecca. They had the Tribune Tower right there downtown Oakland. Uh, all of those were independent. Uh, the Sparks chain, while large for the region, was just a very small uh, 
small uh, entity when you you know you compare to you know Gannett or any of the other big ones. Uh, that's not the case now. What's the face of journalism now? They're they're all pretty much a conglomerate, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's all corporate. They kind of all kind of put now, together everything that you're talking about. They put it together and then they chipped away and killed traits of it. And now, Alameda Newspaper Group, which was the Sparks chain that got taken or got sold, however, whatever, I don't know the intricacies of that. Then they merged with the Alameda Times Star. And became ANG. Now, ANG, Alameda Newspaper Group, which was fairly large for the region right about the time I think I was leaving the area, they don't even exist anymore, do they? Oh, was that, uh, well, depends on what kind of, what do you mean exist? <laughs> I mean, aren't they part of now Gannett or something like that? Or uh, No, it's, uh, I don't know what the name of it. It's the one that's, uh, that's uh, cannibalizing it all over. Yeah, Olden, Olden Media. Yeah, it's it's they've been going after Gannett, Gannett too, and uh, yeah, so uh, it's it's a it's a tough thing, but you know, hey, that's a corporate media. So my argument is, uh, it's not the worst thing in the world, and you know, yeah, eventually, eventually, the the you know people like me will figure out you can do this, and then you could uh, make a good living, you know, a, you know, a regular living. You, nice. You won't be rich, but um, you know when you watch TV, that's the corporate billionaires are losing their money. Who say that newspapers are dying? Yeah. Uh, so, but um, and when when you hear the criticism of media, whatever side of the aisle on the political aisle you're on, there's always the complaint of media. Either they are the big, huge corporate bigwigs, or they're the far lefties, and they're not getting. Yeah, either side is is complaining that me, media, the big bag media, isn't getting the story right, uh, and a lot of that has to do with where the shareholders are and where the money comes from. But there's where you still find true media and good voices are the independents, and now what it seems like is the alternate, alternative media, whether that be the Metro down here in Phoenix. Or uh, or the East Bay Express, where you are, is there still a, is there still a couple down in the South Bay? There there used to be a few. Are they yeah, still around? Also called, there's also called the Metro in San Jose. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah and then there uh, is the Bay Guardian still around. No, that's gone. Ah, that's hippie stuff. Yeah, that's where my aunt used to work. My aunt Susie used to work there. So Your aunt's really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I feel bad now talking family. About two hours ago, I got a uh, Facebook message from from my. Oh, this is this is a PSA for my for my uncle Tony Tony Soltero in Oakland. Uh, he married my mom's sister Lupi. Uh, but Tina, my cousin Tina, sent me a message. So uh, thoughts no, are. No, th- your, uh, go ahead. Is your aunt? If it's spelled Lupe, like Lupe. L-O-O-P-Y. Guadalupe. But my cousin Tina sent my cousin Tina sent me a message. My uncle Tony had some surgery this week, and uh, they've remo- removed uh, a mass that they have found is is lymphoma. So he is recovering from surgery. But our thoughts go out to my oh, uncle yeah. Tony. He is. Uh, that's Tony. where that's where my grandmother, my mom's mom, 
lived with the Soltero family, the cousins and my, my aunt and uh, my Uncle Tony, uh, for the bulk of her life uh, until she passed away in 04. But... Uh, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I felt bad. Yeah, I think we all do. I, I've had a couple Uncle Tonys, and now yeah, my, my my brother Tony is now the Uncle Tony, and uh, somewhere down the line, my son Anthony, who now has has decided he oh, yeah. at, at eight years old last year, he decided he wants to go by Tony instead of Anthony. He will at some oh, yeah. point be Uncle Tony. But I felt bad because Tina, my cousin Tina, sent me that message through Facebook Messenger, and because uh, that's we we interact on there. Uh, the last few years, that's kind of how we reconnected. She's still in, in, in the, in the East Bay there. So what I, she, she asked me, she, she gave me the info and then said, Hey, can you pass this on to the rest of your family? You know, my brothers and sisters. So I attempted to copy the message to put into a text to my family, my brothers and sisters. And normally on texts or on email, you know, you kind of hold your finger on it and it'll copy the message. I found that is not the case with Facebook Messenger. What it does is when you hold your thumb on it, it automatically pulls up the last emoji you did and automatically sends it. So I had to apologize to my cousin Tina for sending her a googly-eyed, sticking-out-your-tongue, uh, yellow-faced emoji to re- as the response to, hey, let your family know my dad just got out of surgery. So I, well, I explained it. I explained it. Yeah, it could have been that. Uh, yeah, anyway. But uh, what it was is uh, is a mistake. So sorry, Tina. And sorry, Uncle well, Tony, but I hope you feel better. And that emoji was sent in error. It was it not intentional. Been, uh, good thing it wasn't an uh, eggplant in a chocolate. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, and I'm not going to ask. Is your Uncle Tony colorblind? Because <laughs> mine is. Mine is. To my knowledge, no. He had a very multicolored uh, uh, house that was, uh, it had purples and greens and blues painted on the fences. Oh. It was very, uh, very colorful and festive in the Hispanic. Because, uh, my Uncle Tony, we were eating uh, watermelon outside one summer and. He says, oh, man, I remember when I was a kid growing up in Portugal, I used to eat the watermelon all the way to the blue. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. Uh, So where what else you got going? You've got your podcast going. You've kind of changed the format of that. Are you back up and running on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yes. It's uh, about every week. Uh, sometimes it's every five days, uh, sometimes it's six, sometimes it's eight, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I kind of just, uh, mix it up, whatever's going on. Sometimes I, what, what's it called? Where can people find that? Oh, you go on iTunes, anywhere you Stitcher, anywhere you download stuff, yeah. uh, go to Steve Tavares' Angry Podcast. Steve Tavares is angry. Steve Tavares is angry podcast. I like it. Nothing yeah, like an angry uh, Portuguese throwing blue watermelon at people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, the reason why I uh, I called, uh, there's a couple of reasons why I wanted to get you on the podcast today. 
Uh, yeah. Primarily, did it's because... Did I win something? N- well, no, yes, you have won my friendship and my admiration. Yeah. Uh, the primary reason... <laughs> that is beautiful, isn't it? The primary reason I wanted you on the podcast is because it's Saturday night, and by, uh, by about 10 p.m. Saturday night, Arizona time, I have to have a podcast launched. <laughs> and I didn't have one, because every, every Sunday... At uh, 5 p.m. Arizona time, 8 p.m. New York time, uh, the Mile High Show is rebroadcast on the Podcast Radio Network under podcastradionetwork.net, along with independent podcasts from around the country. Uh, So we uh, we gain a lot of uh, -of out-of-area listeners that way. And and I didn't have a podcast. So what I was going to do is it's springtime, Steve, so I want to get your thoughts on this. It's springtime. It's beautiful out here in Arizona right now. We had uh, actually some regional snow fell yesterday, uh, and about three, four, five weeks ago, we had a very heavy snow. But the last couple of weeks, it's been beautiful out here, mid-60s, little chilly at night, uh, and with the exception of yesterday's little dusting in the Prescott area up in the Prescott Mountains, beautiful weather out here. Today, uh, about noon, we went out to the park, my wife and I, my wife Sandra and my son Anthony. He was out riding his bike and playing on the playground. We just got back about, oh, less than an hour ago, spending a beautiful day out in the Arizona springtime. And it got me thinking. What I have done over the last few days is I, I've gotten some spring cleaning done. We've been cleaning up the yard a little bit. Yeah. I went in my office. I'm recording this right now in my garage. But my office in the house, I had to really get in there and clean. So what I did, we have floor-to-ceiling uh, bookshelves in, in the office, uh, about 15, 16 shelves total if you count the ones that are up on top. Uh, And they were jam-packed with books, many of them duplicates of books I already had. Uh, I ran across... Go ahead. That's crazy. You've got the same book, like the same, like different editions. Well, or you forgot. Yeah, I had some that were hardcover that I've since gotten uh, paperbacks, and then when we moved in here, you're like, those you're like, son of. Like, Son of a bitch! I didn't know I, I I didn't know I bought Slaughterhouse Slaughterhouse Five eight times already. Oddly enough, I do have Slaughterhouse Five in a paperback along with uh, what's the Monkey House one? I got a couple Vonnegut, but I ran across the Lunatic Fringe Report, which is has a oh, permanent yeah. spot on my shelf. Uh, and then mm-hmm. when we moved into this house five years ago, a little over five years ago. The people that had exited out left a bunch of books in those shelves. So I, they had some that I had. And, and over the years, I've grabbed some boxes and dropped them off at the local library here, the Friends of the Chino Valley Library, where you can donate all of your unwanted books, and they will resell on their Amazon page, which you can get to through the Amazon link at milehighshow.com. See how I did that there? See how I did that, that ad there? Milehighshow.com. Use that Amazon link as a way to support this show and support my uh yeah, my podcast. Bills. Yeah, pay the bills. So I've taken, you know, 15, 20 books here and there and dropped them off. Well, yesterday, I started at about uh, 6.30 in the morning. No, excuse me, Thursday, Thursday, about 6.30 in the morning uh, as I was getting breakfast ready for uh, for the 
the uh, baby Uncle Tony. Uh, and I started dusting off books and packaging them up in boxes. And I took over three van loads of books, no less than yeah. four, 400 books, I'm guessing. Uh, a bunch of them. I, I did keep Lunatic Fringe Report. Can you still get that, by the way, at ebcitizen.com? Is that still available? No, I don't know. You well, know, I... The Lunatic I Fringe Report. My mom's house the other day too. <laughs> the Lunatic yeah. Fringe Report is a compilation sure. of columns, essays, blog posts by mm-hmm. Steve Tavares of the East Bay Citizen. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, you know what's in there? What's that? Four years before it happened, I uh, wrote that Barack Obama was going to be president. Uh, yes, that's in there. <laughs> so, it's your, so it's your an, fault. There's also an essay. Well, I didn't. So wait, I just. <laughs> God told me I'm just not, that was an or not. But um, there's also my very amazing essay about uh, my love of uh, mini tacos, frozen mini tacos. <laughs> you know that one? Yeah. I wrote. I wrote a. I wrote a letter to Con Agra, who was the maker of frozen mini tacos, and I just told him how much I loved him, and, and I gave him and I and I gave him suggestions, and I said, you know, that they should give uh, mini mini tweezers so you can put your mini tomatoes and mini pizza lettuce on it, and 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 also that it made me feel big. That it made me feel. Like I had big hands. I had these little tacos in my hand. <laughs> Just a little bit of something there. 14, I think it was like twelve ninety five. It was. <laughs> Just a little, little bit of stuff in there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I would be wonder about I have a question for you. Uh, in Arizona, um, there any? Do they? Do they want? Did they want a wall? Oh yeah, they they want one on the border. They want one between uh, Phoenix and Tucson to keep those Tucsonians out. Uh, and then the uh, the folks up here want one on the western border along the Rio Grande to keep, uh, or excuse me, along the Colorado River to keep the Californians out. Uh, and then the people yeah, in Prescott want to build a complete wall around the town to keep uh, to keep everybody out of Prescott. Um, I would like one around my house to keep away the the uh, the tumbleweeds because I spent this morning burning tumbleweeds part of my part of my spring cleaning. Hey, back to my books though. I found the Lunatic Fringe Report. I kept that. Uh, I also found uh, Sun Tzu: The Art of War that I borrowed from you about fifteen years ago. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that is a, that is on my shelf. Is that also where my lawnmower is? No, no. I have the lawnmower that I have. I borrowed from my brother about fourteen oh. years ago. Uh, I, don't, I don't really. I don't have any grass. <laughs> but I did find also naked lunch, which I had borrowed from our our mutual friend Al Gonzalez about twenty five years ago. Uh, I have lots of borrowed books that I have uh, confiscated and and I will retain. Oh, man. So I mentioned I was cleaning out tumbleweeds. I, uh, we have uh, one of our neighbors gave us, he was going to throw it away, so he gave it to us. One of those, you know, chain link cyclone, I don't know, what do you call them, chain link fence type of dog enclosures. It's about uh, six feet tall. 
six feet chain link fence with a gate on it. And it's about 12 by 12 by 12. It's a square uh, that he was going to throw out. So we brought it to our yard and we kind of use it as a little fenced in garden. Uh, but what I've done is I, I completely filled it with, uh, tumbleweeds from our yard and that have blown in the yard. And I've been checking online, uh, through the, uh, local fire district for a burn permit because we're allowed to burn yard waste here. Uh, but I love, that's great. Well, I loaded it up. And then, uh, you know, you got requirements you got to do. It's got to be manned. You got to have a hose standby. There's a whole list of, of requirements, too. So I applied for the burn permit uh, about a week and a half ago. And uh, I check every morning, and burning has been suspended. We've had some fairly, while they've been beautiful days, we've had some pretty high winds, you know, 40, 50 mile an hour winds out here. So this morning, at about 6.45, I logged in and checked, and burning was allowed. Uh, but we did get a little moisture overnight, so what normally goes up by just throwing a match and they burn hot within seconds, these tumbleweeds, I could not start a fire. It took me about an hour to get this fire going this morning, but I did get my fire going in that chain link enclosure, and I burned, oh, I don't know how many square yards of uh, of tumbleweeds that is, but it's uh, and then I hose down. So I've I've been between cleaning out my office, dropping off a ton of used books to the friends of the Chino Valley Library, uh, which you can rebuy by using the Amazon link at MileHighShow.com as a way to support the show and burning those tumbleweeds. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of spring cleaning done this past week, so that is after. 31 minutes of a podcast. That is the theme of this podcast is spring cleaning, Steve. What do you do? What do you do so for was, spring cleaning? So that was probably the, 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 the first time you, you got your fire burning since you had your kid. Well, no, we we burn little warming fires all the time. We, we, we burn all the time in the winter in our house. That's our only heat is a wood-burning stove in our house. That's no, all we have for I heat. Mean, I guess I'm be more blunt. I mean, I meant the fire in your pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you filthy, filthy um, journalist. <laughs> so, what do you do no, for I, spring cleaning? What do you got now? You've, you've, are you still living in the in the same spot in Alameda where you were yeah. a few years ago when I was there? So, how Actually, long how long have you been there? Like like eight years. Uh, really, and, eight and, years. And they and they still don't. They still make you feel like you don't live here. So, so what do you, you got? What do you got there as far as storage? You got like a storage basement? Do you have a, a carport no, or a garage? Nothing. Nothing. Um, so actually, spring cleaning was like in the uh, end of January. Yeah. So I was like, get this, man. You got it. And I'm cleaning the the the, the drawer with the, like utensils, and I'm like, oh, this is where that one. Uh, piece of rigatoni went <laughs> one day you know? and and things like that it was so i did so we did it already did it but so, now it subsequently it is piling up again so the physical spring cleaning you don't have to deal with much because of your uh your metro lifestyle living in the big bad city and you have uh apartment what is that condo apartment what do you live what do you what do you call that Yes, apartment. It's Apart- pretty small, but it's by the downtown, so you know it's it's good. Just walk down the street, go to the coffee shop, 
go get a bagel down the street. Uh, get, it's a good. It would be real good. You alcoholic. You are living. You are living the the urban lifestyle of a of a city dwelling journalist, and uh, it, it sounds like like physical. Uh, physical uh, uh, possession-wise, you're pretty streamlined. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> I'm choking on my non-Pete's coffee. <coughs> so that that leads me to believe, and knowing you as long as I have, that you probably have some mental and emotional spring cleaning you need to do, right? I do. I do. Should we talk about that? Yes, I'd like to know how you're going to. To dust those cobwebs away from your psyche, what is it that you, Steve Tavares of ebcitizen.com, what do you need to rid yourself of as I ridded myself of old dusty books and and tumbleweeds? What is Steve Tavares getting rid of this spring? Well, I, I I already dropped about 13 LBs, start going to the gym. Really? Uh, I, start, I started eating better, but really just eating less. And uh, I'm down to uh, 181. And I got to stay right there because uh, I don't want to. Because, you know, I'm Portuguese, you know, and I know a lot of Portuguese people, a lot of Portuguese older people, they, they just say what they want, right? Yeah. And so if, if I go under 180, I'm going to start getting questions like, oh, do you have AIDS? <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, if they ever do a remake of Schindler's List, maybe you can get a get a get a spot on the roster. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, no, I, no. so you're I mean, eating better. You're eating healthier. What is uh, what is a well, what like, is a daily? What? How do you start your day? How does a felt Steve Tavares start his day for breakfast? Well, first of all, I wake up at eleven thirty a.m. <laughs> I've been up for five hours by that point. Six let me, hours. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say this though. I, I go, I, I work until like two thirty in the morning. So that's normal. Then I usually wrap but, up about three three thirty. What's yeah, going on here? There's no, there's no, there's no respect for that. Even though it's the same amount of sleep hours, <laughs> but uh, that's what we do. Uh, check out what's going on. Okay, so you wake and, up at uh, the crack of eleven thirty in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, and then what do you do? What do you make a little kale smoothie? Do you uh, do you uh, eat some fruit? Yeah. Maybe some oatmeal? What do you do? What 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 goes yeah. in, Steve Tavares? I get uh, get my rice krispies, and uh, now now you know, who's your favorite? Is it Snap, Crackle, or Pop, or does it have to be the trio? And why? You know, it's it's the whole threesome because. Because you need a, you need you need you need one for each orifice. Excuse me, <laughs> I'm afraid to ask which orifice Pop gets, since that uh, he's the cat, he's the catheter. <laughs> anyway, first of all, before you, before you go on, you, you see that you see that commercial for catheters? It's on like cable news. Yes, or like on cable. <laughs> you know the one that goes is a. Guy, he's like on an airplane, right? He's like a pilot, right? You know what I'm talking about? I haven't and seen the so, pilot right. one. I have seen catheter commercials. But the guy goes, it's like a guy overdubs it. He's like, this guy with sunglasses, this older guy. 
And Jinpei goes, something like, hey, do you need uh, catheters? And the guy goes, oh, yeah. You know that commercial? <laughs> no, I do not know that one. Well, I always think to myself, I think they didn't say that. I don't think that he knows what's overdubbed. I think when they filmed it, they say, hey, man, do you like uh, big boobies in football? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when they... And then they and then they overdub the guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait a minute, that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like in the airplane, like uh, spinning around, like a what, the airplane. I think that's what they did, and they overdosed those You need the best. Catheters and catheters, and you can. I don't even know what a catheter is. Is that like jammed that in? Yeah, it goes on in. Yeah. How do you do that? I you don't. You have a you hire a professional for that. You don't do that. (coughs) That's one of those things where I want uh, I want somebody with a degree to do a lot of jobs. Journalism being one of them. I don't think you need a degree. Catheter insertion is insertion. (laughs) Is that a word? See, well, well, catheter installation is a job where you need to have a degree of some kind. Now, now, that brings up a question. You're talking about getting healthier. You're talking about eating right and stuff. You are an independent contractor. You are Uh, self-employed. What do you do? I want to keep talking about catheters. Uh, It hurts. If I'm going to hire, (laughs) if I'm interviewing... A catheter inserter, installator, and, 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 and I'm going to ask the question: Like, are you good at darts? You hit the bullseye. <laughs> got the job. How are you at the game of operation? Do you do a lot of buzzers? So, what do you what What is a uh, you know, the cost of living obviously is significantly higher in the Bay Area than it is out here in rural Arizona, in central Arizona. Uh, what, what's a fella like you do for, uh, for uh, health care? Uh, I, 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 I'm on the government uh, dole. Gotcha. So, so the, the, uh, the uh, public health care. I think. Think. You think you so basically you just make sure you take care of yourself and you don't have to go you don't go have to go to Highland. I was at Highland Hospital yeah, one time. I that's where I go. I was at their emergency room one time at oh two three o'clock in the morning on a Friday night Saturday morning and there was a guy with a uh, with a knife stuck in his head sitting there reading a newspaper. That's what oh, you yeah. see at Highland Hospital. <laughs> yeah, they're they're um they're, they're like a. Uh, nationally acclaimed like for like gunshot wounds so you know that's why i walk around i walk around very confidently i don't care if they shoot me you know (laughs) i got a highland man they know to do the job i've heard of this uh, new (coughs) i'm choking i might need health care here in a minute i heard of this new app that they've got for uh for finding it's like to find your primary care physician and things like that it's uh Ah, uh, what's a grinder? I think is what it's called. You can uh, you can find a doctor there. Yeah. Find a yeah. <laughs> find a urologist. Oh, yeah. 
got a prostate oh, yeah. exam uh, behind the Seven Eleven there on Indian oh, School. Yeah. Guy had a really good office. Is uh, in the back of a Buick. But talking about healthcare, if you're in this county, the Bay Area, Alameda County, yeah, your, your listeners, your, your listeners may be uh, outraged, but <clears throat> in Alameda County, they give free healthcare to undocumented uh, residents. Free healthcare. Oh my goodness! Is that one of them? Their okay. sanctuary cities I keep hearing about. Yeah, well, we got them all over. Oh my goodness! It's oh my enough. goodness! So, yeah. how does it feel to be a pinko? <laughs> it, well, you know, the roads are a lot of potholes in the roads. Wow. Well, we got that here. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you got. You got cactus doing milk fingers and, Cac- and cacti in in their direction. <laughs> so what right. else? What else are you gonna do for uh, for spring cleaning, emotional and mental spring cleaning? What else you got going? Well, you know, losing my hair, so I just cut it short. Um, and people seem to be wanting to bring that up, and I and it really doesn't bother me at all. And I'm thinking like. Uh, you're trying to say that as a mean, a mean thing? I, I don't even care. And like, yeah. And so I'm like, they're putting baggage on me. Because frankly, it's, it's the most wonderful thing ever, man. You, you know what I'm saying? You, I, I have not had to purchase a comb, a brush, yeah. or shampoo in about 10 years. It, it's just 11 it years. You so much time. Save you so much yeah. time. I personally uh, your hair doesn't get messed up. I personally do not enjoy having a shaved head. I wish I didn't, but I, I I've I've mentioned this before. I about uh, 10 years ago, 10 11 years ago, I started breaking out and I thought on my head, on my scalp and I assumed it was hair care products, shampoo, laundry detergent, something. The only thing that would take care of these blisters growing on my head is when I started, I shaved my head one night just out of frustration and they went away. And uh, now if I go longer than three or four days without shaving my head, these little blisters, these little uh, hives come back and they, uh, they, they get hot to the touch. And after a few days, yeah, after a few days they bleed. So I, I look like stigmata or something. I don't know what I'm, but I can't grow my hair anymore. Now I'm fairly certain it's all psychological because, uh, like this morning I had not shaved my head since Thursday and this morning it was starting to burn and itch, but I couldn't find any of the hives as soon as I shaved my head after burning, uh, after burning my, uh, tumbleweeds. Uh, it stopped burning and itching. So I, th- I think it's now a psychological issue. But uh, uh, having said that, I have more gray stubble, <clears throat> more gray stubble than I do uh, black stubble on my head now. So I'm not sure that I want to grow it out even if I could. But it is, it, it, for all the, the cons against me not wanting to shave my head and, and not liking how I look with a shaved head, uh, it is much easier. I have to admit, it is much easier. So, you, you do look intimidating, Bill. No, I, I, I I've got. Uh, if you wanted to, if you needed to. Be. I, I have a bit, and I've told you about. It. I started doing a little more stand up in the past year and a half, two years, uh, hitting some open mics and things. I do have a routine about uh, about going to a party 
and uh, being the only one that wasn't aware it was a costume party and being a little disappointed until I won first place for my spot-on Uncle Fester dressed exactly the way I am right now. <laughs> so, so I am getting a little mileage out of my bald head. So <clears throat> so now your, your cousin Bobby had been shaving his head for quite a while. Is he still around, Bobby? Didn't he work at Albertsons or something? Yeah, but his was vanity because he was like eighteen and balding. So you know, he had to do something about that. You know, How's he doing? Just normal. Is he um, is he still in the Bay Area? I think a lot of alcoholism due to marriage. But that's normal, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so had you had you stuck it out? How many years would you have been married now? Um. Well, negative ten. <laughs> well, when did you get married? What 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 year was that? That was in that's a that's we're not supposed to talk about that person. Why? That's, that's, uh, we trade messages back and forth on social media every once in a while. Only, only God uh, recognizes that. What was that? Like oh six, oh six, oh seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh six, yeah. six. So what? Uh, and, uh, what's your what's your current status? You living in sin? Yeah, sin, sinful, sinning, uh, sinning on a regular basis. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer sugar, mama. <laughs> now, how long have you been there? What eight, nine years now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No plans yeah. on uh, on putting a ring on that or what? Making it official. I- can't talk about that. Uh, I have family in New York listening to this on the podcast network, <laughs> and uh, it might blow the whole thing, but, you know, go back to the hair, you know, <laughs> no so you might as well, right? You know? uh, I mean, Brad, Brad struck, Brad, struck a sore chord with the East Bay citizen, huh? I mean, I mean, you know, might as well, right? Nobody's like lining up right now. Uh, all right, so you're shaving your head to uh, to compensate for the baldness, but you're embracing, brace, embracing the uh, the look, the feel, and the uh, convenience of not having to uh, to brush, comb, shampoo, or or groom a head of hair. So it's that not, it's not it's not insignificant the amount of time that you save yeah. every year. It, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's very handy. And then you think about it. How, how many times you your hair is a little longer? You're going somewhere and you have the window down and it kind of blows it out and you got to fix it up. It may not look right. All that worrying, man. You don't have to worry about nothing, man. It's 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 just so free. It's just the greatest thing ever. So spring it, it would be like if, if we could wear no clothes. Hey, though. But we can't do that. Yeah, we don't want to do that. No, I, do. Well, actually, this lady out here I'm looking at, about the window is, but it's pretty close to it. <laughs> Snap a picture of that, will you? So, yeah. so your spring cleaning, your emotional spring cleaning, is, uh, is primarily centered around your, uh, your physique, getting in shape, eating better, taking oh, yeah. better care of yourself. 
and uh, you've cleaned out the hair from the top of your head. What about uh, what about things you you feel as though 2019, as we enter in the spring of 2019, coming up to the uh, the second decade of the uh, oh, of the Y2K era, the millennial era? What are some things that you feel you can you can rid yourself of? Uh, all t- honestly, for me, just in the last uh, the last few months, I've been really noticing the need to go through my Facebook and my social media accounts and really just kind of clean house on some of the some of the follows and some of the things that I'm I I, I waste my time looking through. Um, what about you? What are, What are some things that you think you can uh, you can get rid of in your life? Practices, apps, uh, habits that you can get rid of that is yeah. going to streamline you entering into uh, the second decade here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like you say, that a lot of people say that. You know, I got to clear out people on my social media. Social media, that ain't real. I say what you're really saying, you should just cut to the chase and cut out your family. Just cut them out. I, we did that years ago. Get, get rid of them. <laughs> Get rid of that man who's crazy. And, uh, you now know, you sound like my family. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the cousin that, that can't read, that tries to act like he knows how to use a computer. Uh, <clears throat> now, I, I uh, find myself with social media. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm not a good person on social media. When I say that, I mean, I don't use it what it's intended to do. Uh, very, what I, what I typically do, I'm, well, I'm on social media a lot for work, for the podcast, for my photo business, for the different accounts I run for some of my clients. Um, I'm on there a lot, but all I'm really doing is posting. I don't really look through the feed and like, and share things. I'm kind of anti-social on social media is where I just throw stuff out there, but I just normal. Nah, there's a lot. There's a a lot of people will. Yeah, takers. I I guess I'm a taker or a giver. You're, whatever. You're, you're a giver. You're a giver. That's what uh. you did. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't interact much other than posting things that I need to do, whether it's press releases for clients or uh, or like this show. I'll put up a, a a post when I put this show up, but I don't. I don't look at my wall and go through and like and share and comment on things because I just don't have time. Yeah, you know, nobody really cares about that. I'll tell you, I looked on Facebook this morning, and really the only thing I interacted with was this video that somebody put of a college halftime at a college basketball game where they put kids, it was kids, uh, they infants, it was like a race on the court. And then the parents were on one side, you know, come here, come here, which kid would win. Yeah. And it was kind of hilarious. It was like, kind of like, <laughs> looked like they were ahead. And then they started walking back and forward. And so you just, words are too, too smart for people. You got to put videos, man. <laughs> put a video, put a video of a cat. So what I'm trying to say is the world is dumb. <laughs> you said like what you said earlier, thirty minutes ago. What's wrong with, with, with journalism? Well, there you go. <laughs> Too many words. <laughs> Too many words. Too many words. Well, hey, yeah. 
we're about at that time, man. You you helped me put out a podcast this week. Uh, tell everybody again where where they can find out about Steve Tavares and what you got going on your your website your social media that you uh, that you troll cat videos on and your podcast where can folks find out about you and uh, also on uh, my match match dot com uh, <laughs> no, that's for later that's for later uh, that's a whole other podcast that's, uh, Frank the Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank the Tank, uh, ebcitizen.com. It's everything. And, you know, you may not in Arizona, everywhere else, you don't care about East Bay, Bay, Bay Area, but you care about Eric Swalwell running for president. Yeah. And you find that you find a real scoop on that. And if you can care, uh, he'll get, he's got, what, three votes? Which is about point, point, point zero point zero 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 one percent of the polls. And uh, also, I'm on Twitter, East Bay Citizen, Facebook, East Bay Citizen. And what about the podcast? And, uh, and the podcast, everywhere. Steve Tavares is angry podcast. And uh, I just want to, one last final thing for people in Arizona, because uh, like the other day, you, you stepped on the punchline. <laughs> but, but Arizona, you don't, need a, you don't need a southern wall. You don't need a border for this reason. Central Americans and Mexicans, in terms of women, are the hottest women in the world. <laughs> These are not the people you need to let them in. You need to let them in. Uh, <laughs> if if uh, Finland was your border, then lock, lock them out. Like, what a wall. You know what I mean? If uh, Luxembourg is your border, keep those guys out. You know what I'm saying? Greek, keep them out. I mean, that's, that's like, holy smokes. Sophia Vergara, you want to keep her out? <laughs> Make America sexy. Yes. <laughs> Steve Tavares is angry wherever you find podcasts. EBCitizen.com for all of you California transplants. Most of them around here are from the south end of the state, but there are quite a few from uh, from the northern and central areas of California that have transplanted here to Arizona, and uh, and everybody else listening around the world. You want to know what's happening over on the left coast? Follow Steve Tavares at ebcitizen.com, and again, his podcast, Steve Tavares yeah. is Angry. Find out what yeah. uh, what he's doing to spring clean his, uh, his mind and his soul and his yeah. psyche. By listening to his podcast. Well, thanks.